Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, the RR Show, the best show on the internet. Today, we're taking a little journey through r slash pro revenge. So grab your tea, grab your popcorn and come with me as we jump in with our first story from Ancient Ice. Make my co-workers cry. I will help karma turn your life upside down. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com podcast. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Little backstory. I worked at this hotel for over two years and was one of the two people left that went through the training when the hotel changed hotel franchises. During this training, we were told about certain rules the company had. Our cast for today, the manager, the front desk manager, and he was only here for about four to six months at this point. Me, I'm a nice guy, unless you're a bully or an entitled person. And a few others are mentioned as we go through. The story. One afternoon, I was scheduled to work second shift, 3 to 11. I walked in and both AM front desk co-workers looked like they had been massively crying as their makeup was smeared all over the place. My manager was looking quite pissed. So I asked, hey, what's wrong? Manager replied, oh, hey, we have this major jerk as a guest. This guy is the highest level on rewards for the hotel chain. He is very demanding, wants free upgrades, free this or that, and screams anytime he has an interaction with the staff. This guy made every department call me complaining about him. Now this guy just came to the desk and screamed at these two co-workers until they're both crying. These two ladies were fresh high school graduates and were very sweet and innocent people. They loved helping people and did not deserve this treatment. As he's explaining this, I look up this guy's room details. Once my manager finishes explaining everything this guy had done, I see this guy's info and I smiled from ear to ear. Didn't you see he's an employee from a different hotel? Well, yeah, but so what? I replied, well, first off, while you travel as an employee, you're required to behave and be respectful. It's in the fine print on the discount form. I grabbed his form and showed it to the manager. Failure to be respectful can lead to having your employee discount suspended or permanently revoked, and even get you terminated. You need to call this guy's hotel and ask for the GM, then explain to him who you are and what this guy is doing. I look up the hotel phone number and call the hotel, then handed my manager the phone. After my manager finishes his call with the GM, he has an evil and satisfying smile on his face. His GM is steaming mad after I described all the stuff this guy has done. Main switchboard phone rings. I answered. Hello, thank you for calling hotel name. How may I direct your call? I want to speak to entitled jerks room, please. 
I replied, Absolutely, sir. Have a nice day. Transferred the call while looking at my manager and saying with a sarcastic tone, Oh, someone wanted to talk to Entitled Jerk. Gee, I wonder who that could be. Manager continues after he stopped laughing. The GM gave me his personal cell phone number and said if I have any more issues to call him immediately. I'm leaving the phone number next to the switchboard if you need it. Call him. So I told the manager, your revenge is done, now for my revenge. Manager, wide-eyed, oh crap, what are you going to do? Me, smiling, a very evil smile. You see, I pick up the phone to make a call. Hello? Hotel rewards, customer service. Yes, I would like to report someone using rewards account while using employee discount on his stay. Customer service replied, he can't do that. I replied, I know. I'm calling to report him. I gave her the guest reservation number and reward member number. I continued, I bet anything, if you dig through this guy's history, you'll find all his stays are probably at employee discount. The customer service said, I'm starting a ticket to have this guy's account investigated. So I replied, thank you, then hung up the phone. The manager watched as I then remove his rewards number from his stay. My manager had a huge grin on his face. That was awesome, I explained. Oh, no, 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 no. I am not quite finished with him yet. It's time to go spread the news to all departments that he's no longer a rewards member. I made a new key for his room, without concierge access. I walked around to every department. As I explained why I was stopping by, everyone had the same reaction as soon as I mentioned the guy's name. Oh god, now what about this asshole? I finished explaining how he was no longer a reward member and if he gives anyone an issues to call front desk immediately and his GM already tore him a new one just a minute ago. Everyone was so happy at this news. I finally went to the concierge room, used the guest's new key to void his current key. Then I walked into the room and explained the information to the evening concierge. She cringed at the mention of his name. After explaining she would not have to deal with him again, and asked her to leave the morning person a note about the guy not allowed in the concierge room anymore, she was very happy. While I was gone, evidently the manager explained what we did to the 2am front desk ladies. The minute I got back to the desk, both my front desk co-workers all came up to me and gave me a huge hug and thanked me so many times. Manager to me after the other co-workers went home, do me a huge favor please, I replied, sure, what's up? He said, if I ever piss you off, please come tell me so I can fix the issue. Later that night, Entitled Jerk comes to the desk, hat in hand, politely saying his key doesn't work. I replied, oh, really? So sorry about that, let me, let me make you a new key in the best fake smile I could muster. The aftermath? Next day, I check his rewards account and it's now suspended. Check back next week. Sorry, account number not found. Okay, swiftly moving on, this next one looks quite juicy. It's from Biggajur2007. Ex cheat on me with her cousin and expected to save face. Oh, I think not. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. 
Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. For context, it was her cousin-in-law. Let's start this story by saying this happened 12 years ago. I'm now happily married with three children and regret absolutely nothing. I was with my ex for three years. I'd noticed that she was being extremely controlling. I was expected to give her every detail of my day and tell her my schedule in advance, and if I deviated from that, she would be very upset. Well, she chalked it up to just bad feelings she was having and shrugged it off as her paranoia for past relationships of infidelity. I had never once cheated or strayed, and I never gave her a reason to act like this. It felt unbecoming of my fiancé to act in such a way. Now, this is where it gets juicy. After she had asked for my schedule to make plans, as mine tend to be more hectic than hers, I noticed that she was texting someone. In my line of work, if I put in more than 40 hours, I have the ability to take time off at will as long as the work is completed at a later date. I was very good friends with a brother and still am. We laugh about this to this day, and he actively reminds her of it. I messaged him, stating I wanted to do something special for her a little bit earlier than our anniversary to make sure it was a special surprise. They both worked in the same fabrication facility. He was a fabricator and she was a shipping manager. He was kind enough to let me know her schedule. Well, you see, here is where the discrepancies fall into place. Without my knowledge, she was foregoing overtime. She worked 12-hour shifts Monday through Friday with the exception of Wednesday, when she would only work half a day. She had been taking Wednesday off right around the time that she started getting extremely controlling. Lucky for me, I had stacked several days of leisure time up, so taking a Wednesday off was not an issue. A few days go by and Wednesday's here. I put on my work gear and leave for work. I was expecting her to leave as our apartment complex had two exits at the same road I could see directly across from a shopping center, so I parked my car near the back and waited. About an hour, I noticed a very specific red Mustang with a specific decal on the back window. It was her cousin by marriage. I had also done my due diligence to take an old laptop, which we kept on our desk in an office area with a full view of the living room, bedroom door and bathroom plus the kitchen. I'd set it up for remote access and had it alert me when the webcam noticed movement. Giving her the benefit of the doubt, I thought he may be dropping something off or coming over to assist her with something, as her family sometimes does. Sure enough, a message came through, so I remote into my laptop. He walks through the door without skipping a beat. She unbuttons his shirt and begins kissing him. So I created a URL link for the live stream. And as she was preoccupied, we had a family group text and a friend group text. They were part of both, but at the current time, they were currently indisposed and didn't look at their phones. They didn't even wait. They could have gone to the bedroom, but no, they decided to get freaky deaky right there on the couch. I sent the link off to the friend group chat and the family group chat. Within minutes, I am getting calls non-stop from friends and family alike. There was no turning back. She was getting blown up, but she was ignoring her phone. 
Not until the fourth or fifth call came through did they decide to take a break. Oh, and quickly, for context, the state I live in allows recording of personal property regardless of occupancy. I was the only one on the lease. She wasn't allowed to be on the lease because of poor credit. The call she picked up was from her cousin's mother who she was banging. She answers the phone on speaker, and I kid you not, the first words out of his mother's mouth were, Stop fucking my son. They both became rigid, and she began to stutter over her words, saying, What are you talking about? The mother then divulged that there was a live feed of them sent out by me to her family. She grabbed every pillow off the couch and covered herself up. The cousin staggered off, trying to put on his pants and shoes just to trip himself up and bang his head on my coffee table, leaving it with a big divot. By this time, I'd made my way to the front of the apartment complex. I was there to greet the adulterers as he came out of the front exit. He froze and began to cry, apologizing profusely. I'm not going to lie, what happened afterwards wasn't my best moment, and I nearly got into legal trouble if it weren't for the fact that he was trespassing on private property. Let's just say I had a cast for six weeks and he wasn't in any family photos for a month. I went up to the apartment where she was now fully clothed and crying inconsolably. I asked her if it was snot or cum on her face. Then I told her not to answer because it didn't matter anyway. I gave her one hour to remove all her belongings, as again, everything in the apartment was mine except for clothes and makeup and a few kitchen utensils. Her mother would not let her move in and she was just filled with embarrassment. Same for her brothers, and the cousin's mother kicked her son out. Rumor spread around town very quickly, and for lack of better words, she was untouchable. Next story is from Don't Give Up the Shoe. Lying and using people. Oh, I got you. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. This one needs background to fully understand why I went out of my way for this revenge. My best friend was married for 10 years. With his ex for a total of 13 years, he was absolutely head over heels in love with her like I had never seen before, which I never understood due to her alcohol abuse. She would take it out on him, and when he'd be venting about it, he'd always fall back on, oh, it's, it's not her, it's her illness. A very respectful and admirable stance on it. Last year, she asked for a divorce because after years of what I would call abuse, he'd simply ran out of gas. Her reasoning for asking for one? When she got fired for testing positive for weed, he wasn't empathetic enough. He admits he wasn't because it had come on the back of one of her drunken tirades where she told him he was a piece of shit who was always trying to control her. When all he ever tried to do was get her away from booze for the way she treated him when she was drunk. It took him forever to move on from this with the divorce following shortly after. And earlier this year, after thinking he was moving on, he calls me to come over and he's in a bad way. I arrived and he is absolutely full down level of drunk. Going on that she didn't ask for a divorce for those reasons. That she'd really been cheating with several other people. 
The next morning, when he's more coherent, I ask him how he knew. Well, he was cleaning out the spare room and selling or donating stuff he didn't need anymore, and when he went to clear out an old tablet, she was still logged in, and all of the evidence was there. He gets that out and says he's going back to bed and asks me to lock up when I leave. Before I left, I looked at the tablet. After seeing what I saw, I wanted to find a way to get even with that horrible and conniving woman. So I took some pictures of it and left. When I got home, I started looking up information about these people. Two of them were just normal guys. Whether they knew she was married or not, I don't know. But the third, well the third, comes up as a registered sex offender, still on probation for being such a disgusting pile of shit an address listed as 123 Lane City State blah blah blah. Chomo knew that she was married. I immediately knew what I was going to do. Chomo didn't live at 123 Lane, Chomo was living with the conniving ex. She made regular posts about their time together. On top of that, she is an avid weed user and has several firearms because she enjoys sports shooting. So I go into the state sex offender site and make a report of Chomo not actually living where he's registered and that Chomo is living in a home with what he has no right to being a convicted felon and on parole. I include screenshots of the social media posts and all to back it up. I was thinking little would happen, but an inconvenience to their lives. Oh <laughs> boy, was I wrong. She broke her typical posts with nothing serious trend on social media yesterday with this gem. My year can't get any worse. Chomo lost his job and now I'm facing eviction because I can't afford my rent. So I go on the state court system site to see if it's related and, well, yes it was. Chomo was rearrested. She clearly can't post bail or Chomo would be out. The job she took after being fired definitely can't support her lifestyle. So he's probably going back to prison or at least jail and she is a breath away from being homeless. I don't know if I'd ever tell my best friend I was the one behind this, but he is definitely ecstatic to see a horrible woman and sewer rat get what they deserve. Part of me wants to put up the sex offender registration link and, and that it's sitting in jail and say something to the effect of, it's a little more than losing a job. But not wanting to make my best friend's life harder, I'll just let sleeping dogs lie. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm glad you were here for this one. Please make sure you are following the show. And if you've got a second, tickle us with a little review. It's coming up to Christmas after all. It's a big help and I really appreciate it. Until next time, guys, peace out. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true... We are here to tell you that they probably aren't, but that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast, 
In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookyScienceSisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.